Welcome to the Drinking with Gin podcast. I'm your host, Ginny Preem. I'm that friend that you can chat with about anything. Relationships, career, travel, fashion, with zero judgment. This is a space where we will navigate struggles and celebrate triumphs and share some laughs along the way. This is your new favorite community that you didn't even know you needed in your life. I'm a speaker, author, and master certified professional coach. I call you, my friends, gems, because this is where we can all shine our brightest. And now that you're in the circle, you and all of the other gems can tune in for relatable, real talk. Hey, Gem. Welcome to Drinking with Gin. If this is your first time, I'm Ginny Preem, your host. And if you're coming back, welcome back to another episode. I can't believe we are on episode 49. It's a little bit mind-blowing. If you've been here from the beginning, thank you so much. Um, And if you're new, welcome. I love inviting new people into our community here. So before we get started, we always start with what are you drinking? Um, Since last week I had that fun canned cocktail with my guest, I thought this week would be good to just go back to water for our little chat here that we're going to have today. It's kind of a fun little topic that I want to cover. And if you haven't already, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and go on and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify and share this episode or another one of your favorites with a friend or two. All right, so here's what I want to talk about today. I took some notes because my mind was going a million different directions as I was thinking about this topic, because I think we could talk about this for a long time. I think there's just a lot of content and a lot of you know ways that people are going to feel about this. So I want to talk to you about what kind of sparked this episode a long time ago. So several, several months ago, I did this. And if you did the same thing, I imagine you'd probably get similar results, if not the same results. And so what I did was I surveyed some of my friends and I asked them this question, which of these three letter phrases is hardest for you to say? Is it, I love you? I am sorry or I need help. And I'll tell you, in my instance, when I asked these friends what the hardest thing of those three phrases were for them to say, the results were unanimous, 100%. Every single one said, I need help, is the hardest thing for them to say. Not I love you, not I am sorry, but I need help. And so I'm like, why is this such a hard thing for us to do? And I used to be that way too. I do think I've gotten better at it, but I think it's something for us to be aware of and be conscientious of and think about um, and not be afraid to ask for help. You know, we hear these phrases like it takes a village and it really does. I actually said that in my most recent magazine article in Authority Magazine. 
that article is about turning crisis into success. It's called Masters of the Turnaround. I'll link the article in the show notes if you want to go and read it. It's not a super long read, but it does talk a little bit about what I went through and how I kind of turned my story into what I'm doing now, um, you know, kind of serving my purpose in my life today through this work that I'm doing. And, you know, like I said, I... I wouldn't be what I'm doing today if I didn't ask for help. And I couldn't do it, at least not at this level, without the help that I've gotten or that I've received. And, you know, in that article that I just referenced, I do talk about how it takes a village. And I have these raving fans and supporters that have been with me and continue to be with me along the way. I also reached out and I hired a business coach and a speaking coach. And sure, could have I, you know, maybe gone and and done some of the things that I'm doing without them? Maybe, I don't know, certainly not to the level that I've been able to do it. And I would have probably made a lot more mistakes if I didn't ask for their help and their guidance along the way. So I don't know what it is that, you know, we have put on ourselves that we get this feeling of like, oh, I don't want to ask for help or I'll just figure it out on my own. And when I do ask for help, it's amazing how much more quickly I can accomplish things. The results are better. I mean, it's just all around a good thing. And, you know, my network has been helping me in so many ways as well. So like I said, we say things like it takes a village, but then do we actually act on it or Do we get too afraid that we might burden someone by asking for help? Like I said, as I've been on my own healing and growing journey these past several years, this has gotten easier for me. So asking for help has gotten easier for me. And I think a big part of the reason is I've gotten to know myself so much better. And now I know what to ask for. Because in knowing myself, I know what I need. So I'll give you an example of when my dad passed away. You know, my dad died a little over two years ago. And the next day, I knew I didn't want to be alone. So I reached out to one of my friends, someone who I knew would be the right person for me in that environment. And I reached out and I asked her, hey, what are you doing tonight? And they had an appointment or something, and she's like, but I'm free after that. And I was like, okay, well, here's the deal. My dad died, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm totally canceling, you know, whatever that appointment is. And I was like, I just need you to bring wine and cheese and crackers and just come sit with me and drink wine and eat cheese. And she did. And it was one of those things where I asked for help. She jumped at the opportunity to be there for me during that hard time. And it's now something that I can, you know, joke about and laugh about and share with you because I knew that I just wanted the cheese and the wine, but it was exactly what I needed in that moment. And now her and I get to look back on that and have like this really special, you know, moment um, because I wasn't afraid to ask for help. Um, You know, speaking of articles, I also wrote an article on asking for help several months ago. And I think it was really sparked by this, you know, asking my friends, like, what's the hardest thing for you to say? And I think it's an important topic and something that we can revisit all the time. But I'll link that article if you want to, you know, read what I wrote about it several months ago, as I was thinking about, you know, talking about this here in this podcast. 
And so ask yourself, do you have a hard time asking for help? And if you do, maybe think about asking why. Why is it? Is it because you don't want to burden somebody? Are you afraid to do it? Is it your ego? Are you too proud? Or you think you can do it yourself? Or you think you have to do it yourself? And then I want to encourage you to flip that script for a second. If you see someone struggling or suffering or going through a hard time, do you want to jump in and help them? And I'm guessing that if you're here and you're listening to Drinking With Jen, the answer to that last question is probably a resounding yes. And that's because you are about self-love and life improvement and personal growth because you're here. You're here with me and, and Drinking With Jen. And when you are coming from that place, it feels good to help people. If you're secure and happy with yourself, you want to be able to support other people too. It's kind of like what I talk about in the Let's Celebrate episode a few episodes back. Um, you know, it feels good to celebrate with each other and to help others and to lift one another up. So next time you're struggling to ask for help because you don't want to be a burden, you know, or you are embarrassed or you think you just should be able to do it on your own. You know, think about how it made you feel or maybe how it made your day to be able to help somebody else out and help lift them up. And if you're surrounding yourself with the right people, that's the same feeling that someone else will get to experience when they have the opportunity to help you. Now, I say that about the right people, because if you've been here from the beginning, you know that I've talked about toxic people and having toxic people in our lives. And, you know, I refer to them as the baboons. Um, but there are some of those people that, you know, aren't necessarily like us here at Drinking With Gin. And they might keep track of everything that they're doing for you and hold it over you or think that it's a, a tit for tat, you know, the scorekeepers or the tit for tatters. There are people like that. I've known people like that. I've had people like that in my life. And those aren't the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the healthy ones like you and those good people in your community. And, you know, we know I've been open about having to make some changes in my own community and to remove some of those baboons. Um, and if you're wondering, Jenny, what are you talking about? What are these? What, why are you talking about baboons? Okay, so if you're wondering why I'm talking about baboons, I share this story um, about this troop of baboons. I talk about this in my keynote. I, I talk about it here on Drinking With Jen. I went over it in episodes 16 and 17, Boundaries, Becky, and Baboons. There's a part one and a part two. And these baboons, I refer to them as kind of, because it's a fun, playful way to talk about toxic or, you know, negative people in our lives. And um, the baboons, there's this troop of baboons that were studied in Kenya. And I'll just give you a quick recap because it's been a while since I've since I've talked about this. But there's this troop of baboons that were observed in Kenya, and there is kind of three different groups within that troop. There's this group of males that were aggressive and abusive and, um, you know, just toxic, right? And then there was a second group of males that were a little bit more amiable and kind. And then there was a group of women that were nurturing and loving and supportive and what happened was the group of aggressive, domineering, abusive males went out scavenging for food. 
and they came across a trash, a garbage can filled with meat, and they devoured it. Well, what happened was that meat was tainted, and unfortunately, they all died. So you can think about what would happen in a community when you remove that toxic behavior. Do the other groups take on those toxic behaviors that have been removed, or does a more harmonious, healthy community evolve? And the latter is what happened. So when you think about identifying these baboons or toxic behaviors or people in your life, those aren't going to be the ones that are going to want to jump in and help you. You know, they're not going to also probably be the ones that you are immediately thinking of to ask for help. But when you're on this journey with me of healing and growing and really getting to know yourself, know your community and know what you need, it becomes a lot easier to ask for help. And then also reflecting back on how that's made you feel to be able to ask people for help and for them to be able to be there and support you and how good it feels to support them. I mean, asking for help is a powerful thing. And it can give us a chance to connect with one another. And people aren't mind readers. And this is why I think this is so important. We can't telepathically know what one another needs. And, you know, imagine how frustrating it is, or maybe you've been in this situation. Um, You know, maybe you've been here where, you know, someone is doing something for you and they think that they're being helpful. And you're thinking, oh, that's just not helpful. I wish they'd do this instead. Well, you have to ask because we can't read each other's minds. And so if you can think about, you know, one of those situations where you've been in and someone's doing something really nice for you or they think that they're being helpful, but it's not helpful in that moment. And maybe you don't want to hurt their feelings. They're trying to help you. So if you tell them what you actually need help with, I really think everybody's going to win in that situation. And so, you know, I think sometimes we think that we need to be everything to everybody, but we don't. You can't be everything to everybody, and you don't have to be everything for yourself. But you can be something to somebody, and you can let somebody be and do something for you. And that's really what this chat is about today. It's about getting comfortable with those three little words of I need help and, you know, really living in that mentality of it does take a village. We don't have to walk around with the weight of the world on our shoulders and thinking that we have to do everything. You know, if you have a story, which you probably do, I mean, I think that we all do, right? I I shared my story about asking for the wine and the cheese the day after my dad died, because I just knew that I didn't want to be alone. And I needed that right friend that could sit in that environment with me and was going to be exactly what I needed. And, you know, maybe journaling about what you need is a good opportunity, like really sitting with and thinking about what you need right now. And if you're inspired to ask somebody for help, I would love to hear about it. Um, You know, maybe you have a story about not asking for help. I'd love to hear that too. Um, Or a story where you got the opportunity to help someone that asked you for help and you got to be the one to support them and want to tell me about how good that felt and what that maybe did for your relationship 
um, maybe what it did just to fill your cup and how you felt, you know, filling your emotional bank account. Like this is an opportunity. We've talked about that here before on Drinking With Gin, about our emotional bank accounts, how we feel leaving certain interactions with people. Does your emotional bank account feel more full? You know, did you get a huge deposit or was it a withdrawal? And I know for me, when I get the opportunity to help people out, it does fill my emotional bank account. So I would love to hear if you've been, like I said, inspired to talk about, um, you know, helping somebody or being helped or not. Um, I would love to hear those stories. And, and I hope it does encourage you because it really does take a village. So Gem, until next time, shine bright and let's get growing. Oh, you gems. Thank you for listening and tuning in to Drinking with Gin. I have enjoyed connecting with you. And if you loved this episode, I need you to please go subscribe, rate, and leave a review for Drinking with Gin. And then to stay connected with me, head over to my Instagram. My handle is Ginny Preem. I can't wait to chat again with you gems next week.